0: Welcome to A Girl in Sweaty Spandex. I'm Lauren Treslow, and I'm here to be real and break down the impossible standards of women while turning up the positivity and self-love. Today, we are going to talk to Courtney Sykes. Courtney is the Chief Administrative Officer at the Southeastern Aesthetics Institute. She is a licensed esthetician and an instructor, and she actively teaches, and she has an amazing product line. It's a science-based approach to skin health and education. She's known for her molecular anti-aging products. She's married and has two kids. Welcome, Courtney.
1: Thank you, Lauren. That was so sweet. Yeah. What a good intro.
0: I appreciate Well, you're, you're kind of a rock star. Cool. Not That's Not right. hard to do. <laughs> so I like to just start with this or that, and it's a very, very um, serious question just so they can get to know you. Okay. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate, for sure. <laughs> Hamburger or hot dog? Um, neither really, neither. but no, that's yeah, right.
1: they're both very tasty. <laughs> we serve hot dogs in our cafeteria. I guess so hot dogs. So hot dogs.
0: <laughs> um,
1: wine or beer? Wine for sure.
0: Early bird or night owl?
1: Early bird every day, 4.30. 4.30. 4.30 every day. What time do you go to bed? 8 o'clock.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: so that's, okay. I have to. You're so like- when your kids get a little older, you can just say, okay, you have to go keep to bed going. or whatever, but I got to go to bed at 8 o'clock.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I would love if my kids would go to bed at eight (laughs) o'clock. Um, okay. Let's see. Sweet or savory? Oh, I love sweet and salty. So honestly, a mixture of both. Yeah. I like it. Paper books or eBooks? Paper books. College sports or pro sports? College. Mm -hmm, Me too. Salt or pepper? Pepper. Beach or mountains? Beach for sure. Coffee or tea? Coffee all day. (laughs) Well,
1: not all day, but But a lot a lot of coffee starting
0: my day for sure. Shorts or dresses?
1: Dresses always.
0: Me too. Introvert or extrovert?
1: A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both.
0: Christmas or fourth of July. Fourth of July, because I like summer. Summertime. Mm -hmm. Nineties throwback music or current top hits? Nineties throwback. Me too. Yes. Yes. Tennis shoes or flip flops? Flip flops. Mayo or mustard. Um mustard for sure. Sound (laughs) spatty. Sound machine or silence? Silence. I can
1: appreciate silence after being around people all day. All day. Oh my gosh. Same (laughs) here. Okay,
0: steak or fish? Fish. Hug or handshake. Hug. Okay. Love it. Good question. I love that. Well sometimes it's just fun to have, you know, just yeah. Like the real stuff, not the, you know. Okay, I want you to tell us about your journey to entrepreneurship and kind of just how this whole machine started. I can do that. It just depends on how much time you have, for (laughs)
1: sure. Um, But I always tell everybody that, you know, my mother started an electrolysis business in 1997. So she's a nurse anesthetist. And I grew up around that. Of course, nurse anesthetist, if you know, put people to sleep in the operating room. And so I watched her do that forever. She's been doing that since 1980 and just recently retired. But she opened a laser center in the late 90s, started doing cosmetic injectables and all that good stuff. Was she like the first like cutting edge? I mean, pretty much before the term medical spa actually was a term. She was doing all that. And as a woman entrepreneur, you can appreciate this because I tell my students this one all the time. But she has always made a little bit more money than my dad. And he's very well, you know, doing for himself. That's most certain. And if you see his stuff, he's a big scientist and um, retired engineer and all that good stuff. So he's very successful. But, you know, nurse anesthetists make a decent income. Yeah, for sure. So she went to go buy a couple of lasers in the late 90s. And even then, Mm. it was as though women opening businesses were just like this giant question mark. So she still had to have my dad co- <laughs> on the loans. And I've never had that, you know. So I started the school way fast forward that in 2012 but before that i was in college at usc and then of course went to aesthetic school and worked for her and ran her business for a long time Wow! and i used to do things like payroll by hand so (laughs) that's why i'm big on teaching our students about payroll and actually hiring companies to do that and helping them with the business consulting aspect of it because i've been there and downloaded tax tables and done all that stuff and had to go to the irs and department of revenue and it's complicated. You know? Yeah. And so every Friday I would run payroll. I'd be super stressed. Everybody would get their checks, <laughs> right? But I'd be super stressed out making sure everything was, you know, tied up that way. But I learned so much doing that. And I love skincare and science. I get the science portion of that mm-hmm. from my dad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what so a, a cool marriage things, of the two. Very much. Yeah. So she taught me a lot about cosmetic injections and lasers and... Um, I used to sit there, because we we teach a ton of laser stuff at the school, and I used to sit there when the engineers would come and do the maintenance, because you would have to have maintenance done on these big lasers at least every two years, Mm -hmm. so they would take them apart, and I would see all the inner workings of all that, which... As a girly girl, you know, you appreciate all the beauty, but I kind of love all the sciencey stuff too. Yeah. So I would see all the mirroring systems and all the optical resonator cavities and the mediums inside the lasers. And so now I teach a lot of laser physics classes too. Oh, that's Which neat. really sets us apart, I think, because of course, owning Southeastern Aesthetics Institute, people just think hair, skin, nails. And of course, we're launching massage as well this year. And they just think very surfacing, but there's so much more to it. And I'm a big believer in women being able to know the science end of things and just teaching people that uh, women are more than just what they look like. we are yeah. very smart and we have yeah. a lot to give to people. And I think, Overall, women just kind of feel more held back by that and they don't want to show that part of themselves and but they I'm should, here for they? it. Yes, yeah, yeah, you and me both. So that I could continue on for sure, but I'm big into women in business, the science behind everything in the beauty industry, um, helping women open businesses. That's one of the big things I do. So Thursdays, you know, since today's Thursday, that's usually my consulting day
0: for people. And um, it's just all very fun. And of course, the skincare line's in there too. I was going to say, that was my next, when did the skincare line come into play of all this? So that's where my husband came in the pictures. So we met in 2017 Mm -hmm.
1: and I always joke, but this is the truth. I was the girl next door. Okay. (laughs) So we, you know, were single, kind of left our previous uh, relationships on his end. And then of course, he's my second marriage. So we were living in Lexington. He lived right over here down the street. I live right here. Okay, just two little, you know, Uh steps away, pretty much, and uh, we ended up dating. It was the perfect time because we were completely done with everything else, and we had these two beautiful kids. They would play at the pool. But long story short, you know, he was making six figures working from home, and I almost was like, "Are you for real?" I don't think that's true. But he was a product manager for Drive Medical. For a number of years since he interned with them in college and you know, so on and so forth. And he's a graduate from App State University. Oh. In healthcare management, funny enough, but he did a lot of product yeah. management for this medical sales company. So he would go to China for them and source materials and oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So he really understands all that product manufacturing. And I remember we moved in together in summer 2017 and we were engaged within three months of meeting one another. So very fast. But when you know, you know. Yeah. And um, I remember sitting there one day and watching him do all these Excel spreadsheets. (laughs) And as someone that does love numbers, because I've done some of the accounting stuff for all of our businesses before. And of course, we have other people that do that now. But um, I would just watch him do these fancy Excel spreadsheets. And I'm like, this is a turn-on for me, okay? I love this. I said, can you please? Because we were doing a lot of spreadsheets. I would have other people that would help me with certain things. But he really,
0: his spreadsheets were good. They were
1: good. So, of course, I loved him first before I saw how smart he was, funny enough. But um, I asked him, you know, if he would come and help me, not really thinking he would come on board full-time. Right. But circle back to January 2018 He said, you know what, you know, you really have something good going and I love you so much and I really want to help you. And this is kind of a great time for me to exit what I'm doing. If you want me to come on full time as CEO, I said, yes, please. Because honestly, there's no way that I would be in the classroom being able to teach all the time. Well, you you wear a lot of hats like I do. Exactly. And we could talk balance all day long and all this kind of stuff because you have to have it all together because your team has to see you have it all together. That's right. (laughs) But he really helps me in that way. So he does all the operations stuff. But to answer about the product line, he really brought that to my attention and i've always loved ingredients so it's a fabulous thing and um, for all your listeners if they're interested in getting into product development mm-hmm. i highly recommend it it's just you got to understand ingredients not only active ingredients but functional ingredients and vehicles you have to work with an fda approved lab yes. that's what people do not understand i went and sourced it overseas to be honest with you you also have to have liability insurance for your products people don't understand totally, that. totally. so many people try to develop products that at home and that's fine until it's not fine if somebody has a reaction or whatever yeah. so but he started us there and um uh i don't know i just would have probably not done a lot of things if it weren't for him because there is so many you have a
0: good partnership
1: we do and yeah. just like you there's so many departments to what we do now yeah. and um it's great, but you do have to have that partner. And I'm sure you have that in your husband yeah. as well. Oh, for
0: sure. He's yeah. He's such a cheerleader and such a, a help and all the things. Yeah. I, that's how we came together is we were looking at, you probably don't know this. I was, it was like this, it was, I was cultivating my me plan and I was like, what can I do for me? And to kind of make, you know, it's on the tail end of COVID. And I was yeah. just, and I was like, you know what? I'm not getting any, any younger. So I probably I need a, I probably need <laughs> to stop um stop buying face wash from Target. You know, yeah, I need right. I need an yeah. actual routine. Right. And so I was just kind of looking around and then I was like, wait a minute, Courtney's in town. And it same with me. Like I was like, I want to support somebody who's here, a female entrepreneur. That's well, very sweet. And so that's it. why yeah. we started hearing your line because I was like, I want to well, Hey, I need to have a routine myself. Yeah. And it was, you know, it's sometimes it's confusing what you should use and all that. Right. And is, so, cause you I, should always
1: be changing your routine. So it right. gets a little dicey and tricky like that. One
0: of yeah. your, well, and obviously one of her, um, graduates is one of our estheticians at the nail bar. And she, she was trying to explain it to me one day and she said, Oh wait, okay, I got it. And I said, okay, tell me. And she's like, would you do the same exact bar three routine every single day? And Ooh, and I that's said, a really good analogy. And I said no. Yeah. She's like, because your muscles would get used to it and did I said, oh, I said Let's I got, go I about. got it now. I yes. got it. Yes, go Taylor. Yeah, hey. yeah. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah, um, but it's great because it has taught me a lot. Yeah, about all the different things to use, and it, I, I love it so. Good. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. So tell me. We talked about that when I started the molecular anti aging. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, what does that mean? <laughs> yep.
1: So, you hit, let's see if I can do this in a podcast. Because normally, as a teacher, I need like a whiteboard, the whiteboard to, markers. to show you. So, with ingredients, remember there's two categories there's actives that do everything, There are the things that make the change. But then there's vehicles or functional ingredients. Uh-huh. Okay. Two categories. But when you have those, you need to have all of that. With natural carriers as well that are non-carcinogenic and all the things that people do care about. There's a lot of ingredients that are not good for you and all that good stuff. But molecular anti-aging, of course, to me, means the science behind it. So those really amazing actives like stem cells, hyaluronic acid, yes, yes. squalane, glycolic acid, lactic acid, tranexamic acid, which is a newer product that we have now all that stuff paired with nice, natural, mm-hmm. high-functioning, probably a little bit more expensive functional ingredients to deliver everything where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. i always show this presentation. So if listeners, if y'all were my students, I would totally compare kind of an over-the-counter retinol product that I do have in a slideshow, and I kind of go through ingredients and name them all out. You know, yeah. if you've got a over-the-counter retinol product, versus a professional retinol product. And it doesn't even have to be from my line. Of course, I love my line, but I like a lot of lines. To me, it's always about just what's in the product. People need to look at the ingredient labels. So if you've got a lot of kind of, you know, thicker ingredients that really just weigh everything down. And let's say for example, retinol is at the bottom of the ingredient label.
0: Mm-hmm. Versus
1: in the first four to six ingredients in the label, are you really getting the efficacy getting it right. from that ingredient? You actually are not. So listeners, pay attention. You want to make sure your active ingredients are in the first four to six ingredients in the label. Okay. And just understanding a few is a good idea. So in ingredients, I kind of categorize them in acids and nourishers. Okay. Acids break things down. Yeah. Nourishers build things up. Okay. So a good example for anti-aging would be glycolic acid as your one acid Mm -hmm. and then let's say stem cells as your nourisher okay you could do glycolic acid serum one night you know as one example to break things down the stem cell serum the next night kind of like tuesday thursday saturday and then the other one of course the other days of the week and that builds cells up does that make sense what i'm saying totally and The thing that people just don't think about is they love things like vitamin C serums. And I love vitamin C serums, but you can't just use vitamin C serums by itself. You need to always have an acid in there, too. And in addition, again, this could turn into several hours' worth of lectures, but (laughs) vitamin C is... One of those things where other uh, it actually is a superpower antioxidant, so it cancels out a lot of things. Oh. You shouldn't even um, take a retinol serum as one example and apply it to your skin and then layer vitamin C on top of it. It is a super antioxidant, so it's going to completely, even though retinol is not creating oxidative stress, yeah. it cancels N- out the effectiveness it. of it. Just because that's what it's designed to do, you know. So a lot of people do need that care plan. You'll see me kind of mention that a lot. Uh-huh. To say, I know this kind of seems crazy, but yeah. there is some thought, and some science behind it. That you've got to have things in a certain order. Of course, you can go as crazy as you know, layering several serums at one time. But you can also do things very simply. Busy moms and even men and teenagers, they don't really have time for these extensive routines. It, right. But if you place those ingredients in very specific ways, mm. morning or night, and then alternating every other night, you get that change and that efficacy you're looking for, much like that uh, analogy that you just gave about the doing the workout. Yes. yes. Always be changing.
0: So if you're just the normal Joe Schmo like me and you, all that, you're like, okay, well, shoot, what order do I do? And what products do I choose? Does it depend if I'm oily or dry or regular? Like where yeah. where does one even
1: start? Okay. So skin types are different than skin conditions, okay. right? Those are two things okay. to pay attention to. Skin types are going to be things like dry skin, oily skin combo. That's it. Just those three, oily, okay. dry combo. Whether you're oily or dry, that is good to know, but that's yeah. only going to come into play with products in terms of the viscosity of the product yeah viscosity means whether something's thin or thick yeah you know so serums you'll hear me talk about serums a lot those have those are great for any skin type unless there's an occlusive ingredient in it okay such as vitamin e while it's hydrating and kind of more nourishing it can be a little bit more occlusive meaning pore clogging which wouldn't be the best thing for oily skin so those are some of the little nuances but the easy way to look at the conditions part of uh, of things for skin is whether something's a serum or a cream okay Okay? so if somebody's more dry go forward with what, what i'm about to tell you with the conditions in just a minute instead of the types but then apply like a peptide cream at the end or a hyaluronic acid-based cream at the end if you feel like you need more hydration. Okay. Okay. Then the conditions. Yeah. Conditions would be things like lines and wrinkles, sun damage, acne, which is very multifaceted. It could be grade one acne, which is more open comedones like blackheads. Grade two is closed comedones like whiteheads with blackheads as well. Yeah. Grade three is all of that plus redness and inflammation. And Uh you'll kind of see people either have acne where they don't have it or they do. So that would be grade three, which has a lot more to do with bacteria. So the way you would treat bacterial infections in the skin is very different than the way you would treat grade one and two acne. Mm. And then grade four is all of the above plus cystic acne. And for women, what do we know about acne? I mean, it can be... Acne you get as a teenager, yeah. which is hormonal in that route, whereas we get the babies older, and that, yeah, <laughs> Yes, and I love hormone education. So I teach on the thyroid stuff, the adrenal glands, I mean, just anything and everything you could think of. Um, but we get a lot of cystic jawline acne as adult women and the splotchy hormonal hyperpigmentation all that kind of stuff and then of course telangiectasias which is broken capillaries redness i mean you name it and i don't think you have any of those things by the <laughs> way <laughs> but those are the conditional items that you know the skin type is good to know but the conditions are what people are really concerned about that's right. the kind of stuff that people have the you know the, the concerns. They, they don't want to go out in the world like that. They want to put makeup on top of all yeah. that stuff. So that's yeah. where I incorporate not only ingredients, but laser treatments for vessels and veins or IPL lasers that treat pigmented lesions, chemical peels that treat pigmented lesions and mm-hmm. microchanneling, which I yes, think they'll do. We do. Microchanneling is fabulous. do need to come to awesome. the nail bar and get that done because it is
0: the best. And there's a couple of different protocols for that for hyperpigmentation. Well, that's, that's why we did it. Yeah. Every, every every time we do something, it's because I'm like, I need this. And I'm pretty sure other people would. Yeah. Too. But every time I had babies that, that melasma, yes. you know, hormonal hyperpigmentation, and the micro channeling has been awesome.
1: It is. And you know what? Not everybody is a good candidate for laser. So while I love a good laser, I mean, it's not really for everyone. And if people are concerned about that and you have different Fitzpatrick's and different people that hypo hyperpigment, microchanneling is the best thing. I just filmed a whole thing on microchanneling and I'm fixing to put it on our, you know, student portal for our students and I'll share it with you to share with your team. Awesome! But oh my God, it's so transformative. And because you can do the superficial or the deeper depths, I mean, either way. I mean, you can get it done like once a week.
0: Well, and my mom, what's she came, and I was like, "You need to try it." She said, she, and then she went home after back to Tennessee, and yeah. she, somebody to somebody's like right away was like, "You look like you look like you're glowing." Like, yeah. what did you do? Like, they could tell. Good, and I was like, "See?" She's like, "I just need yes. this." Can you just bring it to, to like, Chattanooga?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just like taking a garden and just aerating it. You know, your grass grows better every time you poke holes in it. Essentially, if I'm trying to get my plants to grow, right. I take a fork and I just kind of do this little number here and poke around and put my water and, of course, you know, the little plant food, and it just brings life back to it again. So the same with your skin. And it doesn't. It does not hurt. And it doesn't
0: hurt. No, it really doesn't. Maybe a little bit on your yeah. I mean, there yeah, yeah your there's forehead, but, but not
1: like it. a. It's really not bad. If we can all get botox
0: we can get microchanneling yeah i feel you <laughs> yeah. so do you maybe you could put together like this would be my like an example routine that we yes. could put out with this because absolutely i think it's great to just have like a an example yep. for people so home they care get, or
1: treatment room what you want
0: you know what i mean home
1: care home care you know okay. what i mean yep so let's do it from an ingredient standpoint okay so that people can take notes. Uh, what do you want to do? Hydration, anti-aging, hyperpigmentation Well, I'm going to
0: be um, I'm going to be 40 in a few weeks, so we should probably exactly. go anti-aging. <laughs>
1: anti-aging perfect. <laughs> Okay, so morning routine, I would go number one with a hydrating cleanser that probably has a little bit of lactic acid in uh-huh. it, because lactic acid exfoliates, yet hydrates, so that's fabulous. Another option if you don't like lactic acid in the morning would be a peptide-infused serum, okay. Pe- or excuse me, not serum, but a cleanser, peptide Peptides in general are chains of elastin fibers that tighten the skin. They're made of of amino acids that kind of just tighten the skin real tight, kind of like a chain link fence. Yeah. So that's super fabulous too. Usually very hydrating, kind of gel creamy in nature. Then you can do... A modern version of what I call a toner, but I want to say for those that are kind of in our generation, old school toners were very witch hazel based and alcohol based. And oh, that's not yeah, and what that's I not mean.
0: not the case anymore. No,
1: so you could use something like a salicylic acid toner, okay, okay, or a glycolic acid toner that is less than ten percent in concentration. So something like a seven and a half percent glycolic toner would be fabulous if you feel like you need that in the morning. You most certainly can save that for nighttime. Okay. Okay. Then I would do a vitamin C serum. It needs to say ascorbic acid at the very front of the ingredient label. So no water in it at the very front because that's usually the universal solvent. You'll see water in most everything, but then ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C by the way. Okay. okay. So that's okay. fabulous. Okay. You also want ferulic acid in your vitamin C serums.
0: Okay. So that should come with it. That
1: should come with it because okay. that's very different than the way vitamin C's were introduced back in the early 2000s. It was very unstable at that point in time. Okay. But remember vitamin C, we love it. As a collagen booster or sunscreen booster. It helps to actually brighten your skin too, which is cool. Yeah. But the earlier versions of that in a lab, I mean, it would just be like, you know, every time you open the bottle, it would get some oxidation in there and it would just kind of dissolve the vitamin C. So um, you would actually lose the efficacy. But for like acid helps keep it stable. So looking for that. Then I would definitely recommend, we're still in morning. Still in morning. Things, okay. Two more things. Okay. Is something with squalane in it. Squalane is spelled, just by the way, just so you get it right, is S-Q-U-A-L-A-N-E. Squalane comes from the fat of olives and is one of those things where, you know, hyaluronic acid has always traditionally been that hydration molecule that we love, and we still love it. But when you apply hyaluronic acid to the skin... You, it absorbs super quick, so you're getting that hydration up underneath, which is where we need it. Right. But a lot of us ladies like to see that glassy, glowing skin. Mm-hmm. So squalene really gives you that. Okay. So I mix it in my foundations a lot of times. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 which is great. Love that. And then of course a mineral based sunscreen, sunscreen would be the next thing. For but it's sure. gotta be mineral based. So zinc oxide and titanium. Oh, mineral based. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing some research right now because there's been a lot of back and forth since around 2019 of some studies that have come out about chemical sunscreen. So octinoxate, octisalate, oxybenzone Mm -hmm. have been studied to be something where, especially in children, it gets into your bloodstream and can cause carcinogenic activity. Carcinogenic activity would be things that would obviously cause cancer in the long term.
0: Okay. So and Not the just of sunscreen that, yeah. you have to put on the little people.
1: There's yeah, okay. a lot of back and forth around that okay. right now. So, until I feel comfortable with that, okay. I just generally say no. So, to you should look sunscreen. at that for all your. Say no to the O's. Say so no, no to octanoxate, no to octosalate, no to, no to oxybenzone. That kind of keeps it easy. Next, they all start with an O. Okay.
0: Well, now but, I'm going to go back and look at all mine. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just one of those things where, at the end of the day, I mean, sunscreen is sunscreen. It's better to protect your skin. And not get skin cancer from UV damage, but at the same time, yeah. like if you're going to wear it every day. You do need to think about what you put on your skin. True, so, true. One of those
0: things that things. makes sense. Yes. Okay. So that's the AM.
1: That's the AM, and I went a little bit, you know, more explanatory, but it's actually pretty simple. So yeah, a good cleanser. Not, it's not very. Yeah, a toner, if you want to do that. Okay. I mean, I lo- I use a uh, glycolic acid or a salicylic acid based. Toner, i.e. the purifying molecules or resurgence molecules, every day on a cotton round. Okay, and I alternate that in the, one in the morning, one at night. Sometimes I'll mix both of them and put one dropper here or there. Do you have to wipe
0: that off, or you, you leave do it? Not up? okay.
1: It is a peel, or it is kind of a leave-on serum slash oh. toner, which I know is confusing. Okay, but there's no other way to really package that because some people are going to be very sensitized to it, totally, which would make it more of a peel in which you would remove it with water, or it can be left. On as you tolerate it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you're good to go. Okay. Right. So and that's then, every day. That's every day. Okay. So the main thing with that, let's say you don't want to cleanse your skin in the morning because you're super duper dry. And you don't want to apply the toner. Do your vitamin C and do your squalane. Throw on some sunscreen. You can actually mix, uh, do your vitamin C serum first. Take a little bit of your liquid foundation, pump in a little bit of sunscreen, and pump in a little bit of your squalid. Well, and then one serum.
0: of yours, one of yours has the the foundation yep. kind of in it yes the
1: thing that people don't like about you know mineral sunscreen is zinc oxide zinc oxide leaves that white, white cast yeah but it is the most effective non-toxic ingredient in raw material form it's actually a white powder so you can kind of see why it gives that yeah but it's a complete protection so just mix it in your sunscreen okay you know until there's yeah. some more research out there about how to effectively do that i mean it just really is the best one scientifically But people just don't know what they don't know. Yeah. Then for the evening, okay, let's compartmentalize it. (laughs) Okay. All right. So we're gonna do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. That's four days. Okay. We're gonna do something different for those four days. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Okay. Versus Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday.
0: Okay. So the
1: importance of what I just said is we're gonna focus on one thing for four days versus one thing for three days. Okay now this is where the skin type comes into play okay do you feel like you are more dry or oily i would say yeah not
0: oily okay i would be compound maybe i would say more on the dry dry side
1: in certain spots yeah okay so which one do you think i want to focus the hydration on the four days or the three days four days perfect. Does that make sense? Yes. 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 So if somebody's more acneic or oily or whatever, I'm not going to throw a ton of hydration stuff at them for four days a week. It's going to be more of the kind of holding the oil back. Let's focus on the exfoliation factor. Let's refine those pores. But since we're doing more on the dry side for anti-aging, We'll do those four days. So what I would do there is definitely an AHA-based cleanser or peptide cleanser. So what I mean by AHA is glycolic-based, okay, Uh or lactic-based, or a combination of both. Okay. Glycolic acid produces new cells. So what better than to do that? That's fabulous. Okay. Then... Think about an exfoliant that you can do. We're going to actually look at that one for the three days, but we need to think about that one for nighttime. Exfoliants could be something that's super gritty or something that's not so gritty. So we'll get Is that to like that the one detox the crystals. Days. Yes, I love okay. the detox crystals, but it can be too harsh for people. Obviously, okay. if it's too much, just mix just a teeny bit. A in your teeny cleanser. bit. Okay. Yep. 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 But that'll be for the three days. So for the okay. four days, just double cleanse
0: double with that cleanse.
1: AHA cleanser or peptide cleanser, whatever okay. floats your belt. Okay. okay, then let's focus on the hydration yet corrective skincare serum. So I would recommend something with, let's say, hyaluronic acid in there. Okay, so then from there. Yes, so we're, go- we're back on that four days a week. Yeah. Okay. So, again, remember, we're going to make sure we do that AHA cleanser or a peptide cleanser. Yeah. And then let's focus on some good kind of hydrating serums that are also corrective. Okay. So, hyaluronic acid is fabulous. Yeah. Those kind of focused... Creams or serums, of course, would be my better recommendation for that. Would be more holding a thousand times its weight in water, water binder, skin plumper. It does a lot more than just hydrate. It plumps. So we love that. Yeah. Then things with peptides in it. And like I said, there's a million different peptides. Acetylhexapeptide A, Olgopeptide 7, Tetrapeptide 5. Essentially, there's various peptides that would be in a cleanser versus a serum. So when you're looking at an ingredient label, just look for the term peptide in a longer word, there's about 40 or 50 different peptides that do different things. And sometimes they're better for Skin tightening, in which you know somebody may or may not want Botox injections, it actually helps to stop contracting those muscles. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I do love our collagen drops for that or the peptide drops for that if you're familiar, even though I'm trying to be more ingredient specific, of course. No, I these are all these are
0: all the things I have on my little
1: counter, yes. And then the last thing would be stem cells. So, stem cells, just to give you a very interesting history, used to be in the early 2000s founded. From human stem cells. And I won't go into the sourcing of that right now for your podcast, but <laughs> you know, it was just an interesting time because I remember when that stuff came out and I just thought, how controversial is that? And funny enough, that kind of phased out. They use a lot of human based stem cells nowadays for things like. Um, Harvard is actually doing some big studies right now on how to bring life to old organs again. You know, so oh. in the future, there will not be a need for transplants. Oh, that's cool. my dad just had that kidney transplant, so I know all too well all about oh, that. Oh, yeah. But I'm sure in ten years or less, there will be stem cell opportunities neat? for healthcare, which I think that's great. So in skincare, it's going to be now more plant based stem cells, which is more ethical and actually mimics you know, human stem cells. So what stem cells do is they help to create brand new cells, which sounds very similar to what I said about glycolic acid, because glycolic is an alpha hydroxy acid. It produces new cells by breaking cells down, whereas stem cells produce new cells by building cells up. Okay. So they both produce new cells, but what the efficacy part is a little bit different. All right. So that's your four days. Okay. So what I would suggest would be cleanser of your choice. It's your yes. AHA or peptide. Okay. And then something like the water drops with a hyaluronic acid, okay. the collagen drops or peptide drops. Collagen drops tend to be a little bit more hydrating. Peptide drops will tighten you up really tight. Okay. So for dry skin, I would say okay. collagen and then the stem cell drops. Okay. I do love those stem cell drops. And it doesn't even have to be that extensive. Just giving you some options just to say you can do three serums if you want to, but they all need to do something different. Different, And that as a consumer, sense. you do kind of need to have some general understanding of what that is because they're your dollars you're spending. True. true. You, know? you don't want to just buy
0: a bunch of stuff and throw it on your face and hope it works. Precisely. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then the, uh, let's see, the three days, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Tuesday, Thursday, yes. Saturday. Yeah. I would suggest doing something like a rosehip seed oil-based cleanser. And that's a fun ingredient because that actually mimics retinol. It's a natural derivative of retinol. And okay. we know retinol helps to speed up cell turnover. A good science term for that is skin desquamation, which means skin shedding. Okay, You need that to happen, but most people don't like to see it happening. Yeah. You want know? you <laughs> to have it happen more microscopically so you're not walking around with just a bunch of dead skin on yeah, your face all the off. time. <laughs> Although I love chemical peels. But yeah. that's, if know, they have their time. What's a month yeah. or what's a season yeah. or that sort of thing? Um, So rose hip seed oil cleanser, then back to the exfoliant. Okay. I am a big believer in exfoliating unless you are super duper sensitive. Everybody needs to exfoliate, but I'm going to say Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday is actually appropriate for most people. But if somebody is super sensitive, maybe once a week. Okay. Okay. So whether it's going to be a kind of a grittier exfoliant or something that's nice, like our cucumber cleansing scrub that just came out, it's yeah. a fresh scent. People love it. And it's just a lot nicer and lighter. You would probably love that. I one. would. So
0: I'll mail that to you as your little gift.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one.
0: Because I do. do I love, I love the detox crystals. I love, I, I, I do it too. Just, it feels I do good. You that's feel, my favorite. It feels yeah. like, mm-hmm. you oh, feel fresh. Out. So if you're using the detox crystals,
1: obviously it comes more as a dry, but it does have a lot of amazing things in it, like your antioxidants, and actually it's got some hyaluronic acid in it, but you actually want to either mix it with water or mix it with your
0: cleanser, Okay. So it's
1: not so harsh on your skin. I do it in the shower. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. I do a lot of my exfoliants in the shower. Okay. Yeah. Double duty. And then what I would do is your glycolic-based toner.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: You can call it, you know, a little... You know, um, appeal if you want to call it that, but anything that's very, very low in percentage, so less than 10% is not going to be anything that's going to dry your skin out or be too tingling. I hate the word burn. I think that people always tend to kind of go there. And technically, scientifically, nothing is burning your skin unless you actually see blisters coming up. Um, so nothing can burn your skin. But what it's actually doing is actually exfoliating and doing more of that tingle. We say stingle. And that's very, very normal. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, Very normal for an acid. So remember the acids are going to be on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So glycolic acid at 7.5% and of course the resurgence molecules are what I would recommend there. You're going to put it on a cotton round or something like that. Apply it to full face, neck and chest. Sometimes I'll do it on my arms or other areas like even scars that you might have post-surgical scars. It's fabulous. And then that Retinol Rx serum, which is a newer one, uh-huh. which is I I don't know about that. Yeah. What's I'll send that one to you. Retinol. I'll send you a couple of our newer products. Retinol Rx. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one's going to be more in the acid family, but it's got that squalane delivery system. So it's not going to be too harsh for that. And you leave that on protein. or you take that off? You leave that on. Okay. Leave it on. And then that is it. But again, retinol helps to produce skin desquamation, which is shedding. So that's what you're getting. So again, I'm talking a lot, but this really isn't too
0: complicated
1: of a routine. Y'all, I'm going to
0: take pictures and have different, so like, I'll be like, here's all the products that coincide with these things.
1: Yeah. And maybe we can do a giveaway or something and I can put together this little thing in a package for you and you can give it to one of your
0: listeners. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Okay. That's good. Yeah.
1: And then I'm... the last thing, if you wanted to do it, would be the peptide molecular cream, cream. or some sort of yes. cream that yes. has peptides infused along with a couple of other nice
0: emollient
1: ingredients that are more ceramide-laden for people that do feel like they need them. I
0: feel like it just, at, at night, I just, you, it's like you want a lotion-y kind of feel, you exactly. know? So that's, I I use that every night. Is that okay?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, yes. it's, it's still a learning in process over here. We're, we're going to take right. pictures specifically so I can make sure. Yeah. Mine's good, too. That's right. Um, how do you balance the, all the crazy things at work and all the different hats you wear and, and, and family life?
1: Well, I use an amazing planner, first and foremost. <laughs> I color code a lot of things. And, you know, again, my day has to start at 430. So I wake up and I love to just sit there. And drink some coffee do a little workout or whatever mm-hmm. if I have the time yeah but then I'm usually hopping in the shower around 5 30 because I get to my office at 7 15 so I've got to leave drop the children off at school or whatever yeah. if it's the school year um, by seven so I usually leave around six forty-five because my commute's about 30 minutes away but long story short I've got a great executive assistant we delegate a lot out um, you know, and I'm 36 now and I know you understand this, but I got into business stuff when I was probably 18, 19 years old. Okay. Yeah. I was very, very probably immature to business then versus now. Oh yeah. yeah I used to too. want yeah. to do everything on my own and I still do. I'm not, you know, probably the easiest person to put But you have to learn from. how to delegate because you, you, you have no choice. You do. And so now we have, and I will say for anybody that wants to be a business, you know, owner, have regular team meetings every single week. We do. So, yeah, I mean, sure. this is a non-negotiable because that's where the delegation happens. So what is it? Every Wednesday we do our instructor meeting. So I have my instructor department. We do that for an hour from three to four. Every Wednesday from eight to nine, I do our admin team meeting. So that is where I've got... My cafeteria manager, our admissions team, our financial aid team. Yeah. I've got yeah. our customer care team, and they all have their reports. So it's not just a social hour. Totally. They actually have to show something to us, my husband and I. So it's gonna be financial reports and you know, actual data. And I think that's what I've learned over time. You know, women, we get too much into our feelings about business <laughs> and I feel yeah. and yada yada. At the end of the day, you can't be successful unless you really coddle each department in a nice and uplifting way and say, you've got this. I'm here for you. What do you need? What kind of resources can I help you with? What kind of training do you need? Whatever. But have them showcase things to you. It used to be that I would always pull the reports and I would come to the different departments with my needs, but that doesn't do anything other than they become reactive when they are a part of the process. They own it. And we have a team of 35, 40 people at this point. I mean, custodians and amazing yes. cafeteria staff. I mean, the best team, honestly. And everybody comes from different walks of life, different age groups. But and Everybody's and just, just as and valuable.
0: Yes.
1: And we talk about that all the time. So it's just, it's really neat. And y'all, you
0: should see, she moved to this new building and it's Insanity. It's huge and well, amazing. and
1: But you can't say that unless you talk about what got us there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which I will tell y'all very briefly. You know, we were, I love downtown buildings. I love historic buildings. Love historic buildings. We just I renovated know. a historic 1950s house. I That's love cool. history. Yeah. I mean, you will see me watching the History Channel a lot of times, but <laughs> um, I love the Taps building. Bless its little heart. Um, I but, know. yeah, I will just say when you don't own a building, There's a lot to be said about that. You really have to look at those things and I won't go down that rabbit hole, but we sustained a big, massive flood on Christmas Day. Our attorney called us on Christmas Day. Mm. We were sitting there trying to eat, I guess, some sort of afternoon (laughs) late lunch on Christmas Day. And our lovely attorney, Carl, thank you, Carl, um, <laughs> called us and I'm like, well, this can't be good. Yeah, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 30,000 square feet um, on two floors and just water up to your ankles. So you can only imagine how much water that would have been. But we had that massive, you know, um, winter storm, I guess. Around oh, my that gosh. Time. So we were not yes. the only people impacted for sure. But. With all that to be said, we had already been dealing with water intrusion issues in that building and all sorts of stuff, put about half a million dollars into it. So I'm here to tell you that you can't be one of those people that is going to lay down and just cry about stuff when things happen. You did.
0: You were moved and on... I mean, you were on I it quick. Yeah, I can't
1: let people just feel bad for me. That aggravates me because that's not the kind of person that I am. We had to let people know what happened, but at the same time, I'm going to get up and go do the next thing. Yeah. So, luckily, we're in the middle of trying to close on this building, Lordy Day, hopefully by the end of the year. Uh, we're excited about it. And it's uh, the best thing a thousand parking spaces. I mean, being downtown, you understand how bad. Oh is. my gosh! Yeah, that's the best thing. I never knew I needed, but um, our it's all about our students and our staff, and you well, know, they have making, like this huge
0: cafeteria. There's a yeah. fitness room. You have a daycare. Like there's I yes. mean, there's like rooms. Well, there. We haven't
1: launched the daycare yet, but we're going to as soon as, like I said, we close on the building. I mean, which it's a whole process.
0: <laughs> it is a whole I've been there, done that. It really, yeah. it's it's impressive, and I feel like you. She just y'all. She just gets it. Like the whole women empowerment thing and putting Sweet. women, you know, in a higher level and pushing them to, to do better and succeed and feel empowered within themselves. This woman, y'all, she does it. I mean, totally. she really does.
1: Well, so do you, Lauren. You're doing it too.
0: Well, you. So. It is, it's, I mean, it takes a lot of us to continue to push that envelope. It takes
1: a bigger picture thinking than just, it's about me. You know, it's really about everybody else. And if you position your life that way, then things will just fall into place and bad things will still happen every day. I mean, you have to just love... The whole journey of being a human and just helping other yeah. people, and that has to be ingrained in your soul, and you know your ethics and everything, and you just get up and keep going every single day with no promise that it's going to be <laughs> perfect because it never will. It never will, but that's okay, you yeah. know. And that's what just makes you internally
0: happy. Small business it enjoy. is a ro- it is a roller coaster, yeah. And it's, I always say it's not for the faint of heart. Nope. But it you feel I feel like, and I'm sure you do too, you can impact and make a change, like a true change, you know, in our little community oh, and yes. your students go, I feel like they go all over the place. So, I mean, We're you very, make, no. you're kind of pushing all your, and that's kind of what I wanted to do with the planner was yeah. push that positivity and community feel elsewhere. Cause we made it so magic here. Absolutely. But, and you do the same. Cause I know your students, you know, they don't just stay in Columbia. no. They go all over the place. We have a lot of people that travel to us too from out of state, but a lot
1: of them move on and are successful opening businesses across the country and sometimes out of the
0: country. And yeah. it's just really neat. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm yeah. proud of you. I'm proud of you. Um, Y'all Courtney Sykes. She's amazing. I'll make sure we get all the info to put with the podcast so that you can understand all those, you know, fun terms and words in just bottle form with a little, <laughs> an easy little sticker and Correct. you're like, yep, yeah, that's it. One, two, three, four. That's what I do. That's we're, we'll make sure that happens. Um, thanks, Courtney, for spending time with me today. And y'all, thanks for joining us. I would love for you to leave here and take some time to reevaluate your own skincare routine. I did that a few years ago and it just, it made me feel, you know, better and prettier and more alive in my own soul. And, you know, you can focus a little time on you because that's what it's all about. Making sure you take care of you from the inside out. And remember that you are beautiful, you are strong, and you are enough. And I will see you next time.